Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 77 of Reboot Already Underway. I'm one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron Hahn. You know what? I kind of missed the uh, spooky skeletons. I can bring it back you know? if you want me to. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I missed the idea of it. I miss it as a concept, but not in actuality. I can accept that. And, of course, by David Becker. Hello, hello. Hey, you want to tell everyone about your new thing? Is that something you wanted to, you wanted right, so, to um, tell the audience? So, audience, my laptop was uh, was not working for about a week, so I had no what? access this to Game of Thrones. This is not what I thought he was going to start talking about. I thought you were going to start talking about your thankful thing. Oh, oh, that? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're, we're going to get to that during the always He always just has so many things that you can't just say <laughs> the thing. <laughs> David is just a very complex individual, you, you know? Wanna, you like, you, you, can't, you just can't, like, define people's lives. It's just one thing. We're jumping Thank right you. into what have you been watching this week, apparently. <laughs> no, no okay, what's the quick, thing? What's quickly. the thing? The thing is... So last month was October, and, like, the word month was spooky. Mm-hmm. So, like, whenever we would see, like, oh, like, that Taco Bell that we ate, that was just really spooky. Like, we would just throw it in everywhere, right? So now that, it's, but... <laughs> it's November. New word of the month is thankful because of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, like, the podcast, I'm so thankful this week. It's not a spooky podcast. It's a thankful, it's a thankful podcast. podcast. I think we're going to get into some thankful stuff later. Movies that yeah, we're thankful so... for. So I think, you know, I think you're right. David, let's try to put a positive so, spin. Let's, been so let's get thankful. Let's get thankful. Let's get Thanks. digital. All right, whatever. Guys, we got a great show for you this week. We're going to be talking a little bit about uh, passing popcorn, as we always do. This time, David is our game show host. We're going to be talking about three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. But first, this has been one of my favorite topics that we introduced in season two, where we each come to the table with a, a movie for each other. And, you know, we explain why we think that movie is going to, why the other person's going to like that movie. And, you know, we just come back the next week and we uh, hash it out. We, we let the other person know what we thought about their recommendation. Guys, that means we're doing recommended movies too. Electric Boogaloo. So. Are, we, are we recommending Electric Boogaloo? Yes. Um, so how do we want to do this? I don't remember how we did this last time. Do we want to do both of Aaron's movies, then both of David's movies, then both of my movies? or That's how like we that? did it last time. Okay. So, so we went first last time. We're going we're gonna to pause. Wait, wait, what, 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 because what movies, did, what movie did I recommend last time? Did I recommend Not to the Libre? No, you, you, well, you recommended Major Pain to me. Yes, Major Pain. And then I recommend not. Did I recommend not? No, what I recommended Shutter Island. Because I, I don't Shutter remember. Island. Huh? You recommended Shutter Island. Shutter Island. Oh yeah. We're not pausing. This is in the podcast. All right, that's fine. <laughs> um. So now I know what mine is. So do we just want to go down this road? You guys can no, do your recommendation. No, no, because I don't. I don't know necessarily. Well, because I gotta okay. remember what. All right. Well, I'm gonna go. Let's start with Aaron because I think we started with David last time. Now, I decided. Since last time, David didn't like Alien. Again, who doesn't like Alien? David, apparently. Uh, but I decided... And Ridley Scott, apparently. He's trying to undermine it at every chance he gets. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so I decided I'm gonna let y'all make your own bet if you don't like this the movie that you pick because I picked two movies, but I'm gonna give you a brief synopsis of the genre, and then you get to pick movie one or two. That way, if you don't like it, that's your fault <laughs> that you picked one or two. So, Aaron. Yeah, okay. Your genre is supernatural romance. <laughs> so, do you want option number one or option number two? They both fall into this yes, category? Yes, oh, David's okay. the same thing. They both fall into the same category. Okay. Uh, is there is there any reason why one why option one is one? An option is it like no, it's, ranked it's or completely oh, okay. random? Then I'm gonna go with option two. <sighs> I'm so happy to hear you say that, Aaron. <laughs> I won't say what option number one was because I would like to, if we do this again, maybe bring this one in. But option number two, Aaron. Is life yeah. after Beth. <laughs> what? This, this is a 2014 supernatural romance film, but it also has some comedy. It's an Aubrey Plaza movie. You know I love it. <laughs> no, all right, so this is a movie that I think I gave you the digital download for. Right? You do. Okay. This, is, this is on my voodoo. Okay. So, good, you don't have to, like, pay for it or anything. Um, and though I, like, I, we have this weird thing where I'm like, Aubrey Plaza movies, I'm gonna love them no matter what. I think this is actually a movie that has good ideas. I don't know that they always execute them perfectly, but I think that this movie has things to love in it. I think if you like Tucker and Dale, you like Cabin in the Woods, that sort of, like, horror, supernatural uh, thing... There's stuff in this movie to like. Now, I want you to go in knowing that it is nowhere near in quality to Tucker and Dale in Cabin in the Woods. Okay, okay. But if you like a little bit of uh, dark comedy, if you like a little bit of goofy comedy, if you like a little bit, of, little bit of romance, a little bit of a moral at the end, I think you're going to find some things to enjoy in this movie. That's the most I'm going to say. Now, option number one, I'm pretty sure you would have liked a lot more. <laughs> okay, yeah. So this is... Sounds about right. <laughs> this is going to be interesting. <laughs> I mean, this is a film that I, like, I promised you I'd get to mm -hmm. whenever you gave me that digital copy, so... <laughs> like when we started this podcast. <laughs> so. Yeah, I, the thing is with, with Aaron is you've seen so many movies and our movie viewing is at such an overlap where I think David and I aren't quite on that same overlap. I've obviously, I've, I, excuse me, internet, I have obviously seen the most movies out of both Aaron and Jake. So right, right. let's, let's just get that on the table. <laughs> yeah. But, but with as much overlap as Aaron and I have, it's kind of hard to find like really quality movies that he has not seen and that I have. So it's kind of like, Life After Beth, I'd say, is a good movie. I think it just has, you know, it has its flaws. So the other one is one that I'd say is, like, a great movie. But at the same time, I'm not entirely sure Aaron would have, like, really been on board. So it was kind of like a hit or miss either way. So <laughs> who knows? 
Uh, All right. Okay. Yeah. So, David. Life After Beth. Life After Beth. It's on your voodoo. Watch that. I have. I also have two copies, DVD and Blu-ray. Would you like one? <laughs> uh, David, what's your uh, recommended movie for Aaron? Aaron, I recommend to you. Have you seen The Fundamentals of Caring? I have not, actually, no. Bam. That is your movie. It is on Netflix. So you, have, you are paying... A price to oh, see the movie because oh it's not God. free. It's not for free. You have but access. I want Rock to fall back. The it was on my side. I, I'm a leech. I want Rock to fall back. So I get it for free. Oh, okay. Uh, You're leeching. But yeah, so it's the fundamentals of caring. Uh, it's about. Um, it's just. I think it's a solid movie that you haven't seen. So I think it's going to be a good one for you. And, and like, I don't really want to say too much about it. Because it's like a simple story, so I want you just to get into it. Like, really. is this this is the one with Paul Rudd, right? You know, actors and yes. stuff. <laughs> Let's check out the Paul Rudd Gomez, I believe, are in it. Um, yes, yes, that one. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've heard of this. Ah, good. Selena Gomez is also in it. It's a coming of age movie. We know Aaron loves those movies. It is. It is a coming of age movie. Have you seen this one, Jay? No. Let me just double down. No, don't. No, I. I know we haven't made explicit <laughs> rules, but there is no doubling down. <laughs> you can't just make up new rules. Too late. You can't just create a new meme either, and we do it on this show all the time. So here we go. <laughs> All right, so Aaron's two movies are Life After Beth and Fundamentals of Caring. Probably not what he was expecting when he came into this today. I mean, it's it's two movies I haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. but w- was curious about in some respect. What, so. what did you suggest to me, Aaron, last time? Last time? Uh, Cloud Atlas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll come back. All right. All right. David, would you... David, wait. I want to play a game. Oh God! <laughs> Behind these walls are two movies. <laughs> this is a horrible jigsaw. <laughs> you can pick between them. <laughs> I thought I thought he's literally gonna be like pick one of the jig- pick one of the saw movies. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, was, all right, <laughs> you have options what's, what's... one through eight now. <laughs> David, but don't worry, because it's pretty much all genre, the same. Your genre is <clears throat> rooms. Where horrible things happen. I don't think that's a genre. Oh, it's a genre. Uh, that's not confirmed by Letterbox, but not I'm gonna choose movie one, two. One or two. Movie two. You're picking two. <sighs> all right. Uh. All right. Yeah. Uh, being John Malkovich. <clears throat> this is. A psychological drama slash thriller, I'd I'd call it. Am I right in saying that, Aaron? Sure. A bit of a comedy too. Yeah, there's some comedy in there. Um I again don't wanna say too much. I think I might have just mentioned what the plot was when we did our one fourth after show <laughs> of Gateway to Cinema. <laughs> um 
but it's basically a dude finds a room where when he enters it, he goes into the mind of John Malkovich. So that's all I'm going to give you on that one. All right. This is, yeah, this, huh? this is a film that we covered on Gateway to Cinema. Yeah. So this is one that I recommended to Lacey in the first place, and I guess now he's recommending now it to recommending you. I'm recommending it so. to David. Uh, did, you, did you enjoy it? Did I enjoy it? Yeah, I love yeah. it. I think it's great. I think it's great. Uh, I have it on Blu-ray, so I can mm. give that to you at some point this week. Shouldn't. Yeah, we should have a meeting. <laughs> a meeting. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, your first movie you might have liked more but i think this is a bit of a riskier chance that might pay off more so we'll see how this goes all right aaron aaron wait i just want to know if aaron can guess what the other one was do you even have an idea the green room i mean david guessed it so (laughs) (laughs) all right so uh green room seems like it would have been a good one too yeah yeah but, uh, all right, David, I have a film for you. And I think this is one you haven't seen because I like checked Letterbox and like you hadn't watched it yet. But That's I don't smart, know if I'm, you, I'm pretty up to date on it. Unless I, I didn't like, know if you were up, or up to date on it or not. <laughs> but I'm going to recommend to you Memento. <laughs> so, so this two, is two from Gateway to Cinema. <laughs> like, yeah. Here we go. I remember, this is the one with the photos, and the guy yes. is like, so I remember, I watched like the first like five minutes of this, and my friend was like, this movie's stupid, I don't want to watch it anymore, I was like, this movie looks really interesting, he's like, no, stupid, I was like, <laughs> we should like, you sure you don't want to watch it, he's like, let's go do something else, I was like, I guess. So I didn't ever finish it. So I watched so you, like the so, first like five minutes of it. Okay, so you know a little bit about. What I know to it's expect. like the guy like uses the photos to either remember something or he's like trying to piece something like it, something like that. Yeah, like, yeah. He has this short-term memory loss, yeah. so he can't make new memories. So he uses like uh, tattoos and photographs and notes and stuff to try to like piece together his life. And it's right. you know directed by Christopher Nolan. It's like this really psychological thriller murder mystery thing. So. I think you would really enjoy it. And it is on Netflix currently. Yeah. So That is dope. And if you want to know what we've thought about any of those movies, once you're done watching them, audience or David, you can listen to the Gateway to Cinema episodes on both of them. <laughs> because that's what we <laughs> nice, did. Nice plug. Nice plug. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Alright, Aaron, you want to keep the ball moving and go straight to Jake? Yeah, sure. I can start with... All right, Lacey, so the film I'm recommending to you is actually one I've recommended to you before on this podcast. And you haven't watched it? Really? But he hasn't watched Well, it was recently, but I'm making it a formal recommendation now. Okay. So I'm recommending that you watch Once, Ah, which is that musical film I told you about from the same director as Sing Street, but it was like his first film. And this is one, I don't want to hype it up too much, but I think this is one you might have a pretty sizable emotional reaction to. (laughs) And it's just a really beautiful film. What made you guess that, Aaron? (laughs) (laughs) But really funny, really great music. Uh, There's this one track from the song that, from the, one track from the movie that won the Best Original Song Oscar. So, 
Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> How old is this? This was 2010 or so? 2007, I think. Okay. Maybe. All right. Not, yeah, not terribly old. And is that on Netflix? It is not. Okay. That's fine. I'll find but... it. Sorry, writing it down. Okay. All right. I'm excited. I like uh, like a good musical. Not a bad one. I hope you didn't give me a bad one, Aaron. <laughs> All of them are bad. <laughs> All right. So what do you have for me, then, David? Um, I have an experience for you, Jacob. An experience that I feel like everyone should watch at least once. This movie is Life of Pi. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm like, please don't let it be Nacho Libre. <laughs> I don't want to watch nothing. All right, Life of Pi. Yeah, I still have not seen that. Yeah. Which I I don't know where to acquire this movie. Probably gonna have to rent it. I'll find it. But it might be on my Voodoo. I'm not I'll, sure. I'm gonna go. That that almost went real bad. But I I feel I'm like <laughs> everyone should watch this movie. And make sure you're in like a clear state of mind okay. when, while you watch this movie. Like you want to pay attention to it. Right. Okay. I have heard that this is really great from a couple different people. So uh, I'm yeah, say- Aaron, how do, how do you feel about my suggestion? Like, I know oh, this is—it's a really good movie. I would definitely yeah, recommend so- it as well. All right. See, I don't think we can do a recommend three because I'm running out of movies that both of you haven't seen. Oh, me too. So- I recommended Life After Bath to, to Aaron, so <laughs> we're running a little dry. Um, but I have—I have like hundreds of recommendations for you guys I, I so i think we can keep doing this but the quality is going to drop eventually and i think we all need to be okay with that Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, all right time to watch major pain 2 that's a lot of pain i wish oh my gosh that'd be phenomenal and uh, aaron understands he would be hyped for major pain 2 if they had this if, if, the if they made a major pain 2 i would see it yes exactly aaron and i, I would go to new york to see what Aaron did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damon wayne so that is our, uh, recommended... oh, sorry <laughs> <laughs> that is our recommended movies for uh next week uh <clears throat> aaron's going to be watching life after beth and fundamentals of caring David's going to be watching Being John Malkovich in Memento, and I will be watching Once in Life of Pi. So I'm excited. It's going to be a good time. Let's move on, though, to the upcoming movies of the week. I I was waiting until it hit the 20-minute mark. I was very excited. That's before I cut anything else out. So if you're listening to this and you're like, that's not at the 20-minute mark, it's because I cut stuff. So just... It's also because, as established on this podcast many times, Lacey can't do math. No, math is horrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so, uh, Murder on the Orient Express. A remake? It looks thankful. Does it look thankful? This is the thing. This is just the thing now. Aaron has the bye bye man, and David's going to say that looks thankful to everything. I mean, I'm thankful for the bye bye man. Just for for this month. Just for the month. All right. We'll see. That's what we thought about Aaron, too. You know, if you think about it, the bye bye man really is the perfect Thanksgiving movie. (laughs) Like, they they should be showing that on cable networks. I want you to write, like, a think piece and then post it on your Tumblr. 
it should just be a running uh, series. Yeah. <laughs> Why the Bible Man is perfect for blank holiday. <laughs> Christmas, and you'd be like, uh, for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> like, that's a good one. I'll throw that in there. Uh, so, uh, Murder on the Orient Express is a movie directed by Kenneth Branagh. I'm good at pronouncing feel, names. I feel like this is going to be a one-time watch. Yeah, I feel that too. Because it's... I mean, murder, murder mystery. Murder mystery. So, like, so I guess the, the movie for me is going to... It's all going to ride on that that first experience when I watch the movie. And I'm going to be like, okay, like, was the twist good? Like, could I guess who it was? Was the murder and the mystery all that good? That's because, you know... I'm, I yeah. don't feel like I'm going to want to rewatch it and be like, oh, this is the guy, so... Yeah, I mean, I think some mystery, murder mystery films can be rewatchable, but when they're not... Uh, like what, Sherlock Holmes? I, I don't really like the Sherlock Holmes movies, if I'm being honest. I don't know if you guys feel differently about that, but... but I, I, I think I, I enjoy them, and I don't know why, but... Think of a movie, I'm trying to just even think, uh, a Memento is a good one, it's a mystery, and now that I know the answer to the mystery, I'm still going to end up watching that movie again at some point in my life. So I feel like they can be rewatchable, but ones like this, where like, overall it looks like it's pretty mediocre as a film, or like just, you know, it's alright. Um, I don't know if that's really one that uh, is going to warrant a rewatch. Uh, but as far as cast goes, we have... Uh, no, Kenneth Branagh's in it as well. I did not know that. Yeah, he's the main detective. Oh, I thought that was... Um, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Well, moving on! What's his uh, name? Just, just, you, I don't what's know his name? <laughs> Johnny Depp. That's who I couldn't find. Uh, Kenneth Branagh, Penelope Cruz, Willem Dafoe, Judy Dench, Johnny Depp, Josh Gad, who's just, like, doing serious movies now. For whatever reason, let the man live his life. I mean, good for him, but it just didn't. Expect Don't it. worry, uh, Frozen Two. Give it three years at this point. Was it two years? Yeah, I think two. Uh, Derek Jacobi, uh, Leslie Odom Jr., Michelle Pfeiffer, and Daisy Ridley. In a different movie other than Star Wars, now. Good, good work, good work, Daisy. Um, I don't know. I'll see it. I don't know if I'll see it. The week it comes out, but uh, this will be a uh, movie pass movie, I think. Where I'm just like, huh, I'll go in for the morning and uh, see what it's all about. I don't know. What do you think, Aaron? I mean, I think it looks all right. You got a solid cast. It looks like there's some pretty neat, like, period drama production mm-hmm. going on. And, you know, I, I haven't, like, seen any of the other dramatizations of this story or yeah, read the story, so... I don't know what the mystery is and what the, you know, who the killer is. So yeah. I'm interested. Me either. But I also don't know if this should be my first exposure to the story then, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I don't know. I don't really know how to feel one way or, one way or the other about it is what I was trying to say. Um, hey, guys. Daddy's home. <laughs> Daddy's home Dude. too. Are you, are, you, seen the, are you thankful, I've seen the David? First. I am very thankful. I've seen the first, and know why? Is this one? Wait, is this one to do with Christmas or Thanksgiving? This Christmas. one, this I, one is Christmas. Uh, it doing, comes out. 
They're going no, the bad moms. But... <laughs> they're going the bad moms route. Then it. <laughs> they just make a Christmas movie uh, for their sequel. We're not even I gonna mean, have any I... Christmas movies at Christmas time. Star Wars is the only Christmas movie we need. That's yeah. Pitch and Perfect Three. Too many pitches. Yes. Die Hard. Um, and Die Hard Two. But mm-hmm. I digress. I saw Daddy's Home, and I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm gonna be wrapped into seeing Daddy's Home Two. We'll find out. I won't. See if Pop is going to want to go. This does seem like a movie your dad would want to see. Did you go see the first one with him? No. Oh. But he's he's, he's like, oh, I just want to go see a movie, and he'll just like pick a random one. I'm like, this is like the third one, guys. Oh, it'll be okay. But like, I, I don't think so, but okay. He's like, hey, why does this like not make sense? I'm like, there's two other movies. Like, All right, so we've got Will Ferrell, of course, uh, Mark Wahlberg returning, of course. Uh, and I didn't know Linda Cardellini was in the first one. Yeah, Valma up in there. She was also in Avengers 2, <laughs> which was a very weird, like, okay, I like I like Linda Cardellini. Wait, who was she in she's Avengers Hawkeye's 2? She's uh. I'm just like, why is Velma in this movie? Like, she's good, but what? <laughs> I haven't seen you in years. Uh, and then we got John Lithgow, uh, John Cena, who apparently is in the first one, too. Yeah, he is. Okay, and then uh, we have Mel not Gibson. necessarily like a like a major role. He's just in it. Which uh, are we are we ready to laugh with Mel Gibson yet? I don't I don't think we are. <laughs> I don't think we're there yet. You know the man's just trying to get back on his horse. You know Hollywood is Hollywood's all about second chances and third chances and. We're just gonna see how it happens. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> David's trying real hard to make a case. He's like, um, I like, like, no, I, I, I'm, uh, I'm not necessarily is, like trying. Is, is to, Daddy's but... Home Two really worth the case? You know, making a case for like. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but hey, um, yeah, it just seems real weird, right? <laughs> that he's in this. It does. Is it like an you know image what? thing? The man's just trying to work. Like, like, like from work. a from a casting standpoint, if you're like gonna cast Mark Wahlberg's even tougher dad, yeah, it works. But just from like that casting perspective, yeah, because the kids don't know the kid, all the stuff. That is a good point. The kids don't know, but that doesn't mean we need to be like. Hey, Mel Gibson's never done anything wrong. Never. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, I won't be that's, that's, I feel like we should stray away from dark about Mel Gibson. From, like, and just keep moving on. Otherwise, before we start diving deep into who knows what. Uh, three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. Yeah. I was, I like, confused. I'm like, this is the name of a movie? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. I am so excited for this movie. I've not even seen a trailer for this. Neither have I. But that's the that's way why I like it. I, I mean, I just look at the cast. I'm like, Francis McDormand? In one of the greatest dark comedies of all time, Fargo. This is a dark comedy. You also got Woody Harrelson. You got Lucas Hedges. Coming hot off the trail of uh, Manchester by the Sea. Mm-hmm. You know? I think we've got a good... Uh, good film on our hands yeah i mean i'm 
the same in that I have not seen any trailers for this at all, and I only know like the most basic of plot, you know, plot points right. from it. I just know like why it's called Three Billboards, basically. Yeah. But based on the reviews, like ninety-seven percent fresh, certified fresh, or whatever, mm-hmm. and the cast. I'm excited. Uh, and of course, from the director of in, this is the <laughs> movie that I couldn't pronounce last week, Aaron. In Burges, in Bruges, in Bruges might be how it's pronounced. I'm horrible at pronouncing. Embroidered. In Bruges. Yes, it's uh, embroidered. Yeah. Aaron. <laughs> Which is a movie that's very acclaimed for its uh, dark comedic, uh, you know, uh, pedigree. I suppose it's a very well regarded movie. So, uh, you know, coming from him, I'm excited to see what he does here. So, we'll see. I'm excited, though. I don't know when it'll come to me. Probably won't. Movies just don't come to me. I want to see Lady Bird. I want to see Lady Bird real bad. Lady Bird doesn't hit nationwide till like, two weeks from now. Stop. Stop with that. <laughs> well, what's the next, they so, next movie? Excuse me. <laughs> they tease me. By putting Lady is Ladybird not coming out this week? Oh, so why are we talking about it? Ladybird came out last week in like exactly. four theaters. They tease me by putting it in the coming out this week, and I'm like, Hell that's yeah. that's the layered release strategy. I'm excited. It's it's to build hype for smaller movies. Well, the this hype is, is here. This is a very common business practice. I, the hype is here, my <laughs> dude. <laughs> All right, I'm excited. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I will be seeing Lady Bird. You can't even try and stop me. Tom? Brady? Let's move on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. Let's go first. I'm good. Should I go first? I, and Jake, want to go first? We, you got a lot, you said. I would like David, to go first. did you see the... Big movie at the weekend? He did. Nope, because oh. I haven't seen the second one, and I gotta go rent it, so... I... Yeah, Jake's t- Jake is still, like, verbally mad at me about it. I'm sorry, Jake. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just like, ah, oh, like, I really wish you were there. It was a fun time. And now, you might be surprised to know, Aaron and I are on very different ends of this. I wouldn't yeah, say you, like, very well, different. Well, I... I, Aaron, you you posted about it on your blog, which is which is the blog store blog name is already taken. Yes. Com. and Store-racking. you were just kind of like you kind of like oh yeah, no, it's another Marvel movie. No, it's thankful. It's the Jake's it's, like yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm thankful that it exists. You know, mm-hmm. and Jake's like oh my god, Marvel, right? I I'm oh my god, this is the perfect blend of marvel and a director's vision if that makes sense is it, is it a rom-com yeah Here it's a rom-com, rom-com. it's super rom com yeah and i'm like it's the it's not the perfect blend at all between marvel and a director's vision in <laughs> well, fact quite the opposite i think you and i were just i think we were expecting different things from this movie I was expecting very much just Marvel with a bit of Taika Waititi dashed in. I think you were expecting a little too much Taika Waititi. I think what I was expecting was more of an actual film with 
story and characters and themes and symbolism and you know oh, wow stuff like Shots that fired. Shot, bam, bam, it's Ant Man all over again. <laughs> this is my thing. I just—that's not Marvel. Marvel doesn't do that. But they do. There's you know what? been you know what? plenty. Gentlemen, gentlemen, yeah. gentlemen, listen yep. to me. I will be the tiebreaker, like I am among I'm sorry. you many I'm sorry. times. Where are our manners? Five words. Five words, Aaron. Five words. Are, are you, Five David, words. are you going to see this before next week so we can do a spoiler cast? I, yes, I will see it before next week. Five words, Aaron. Five words. I'll go first. I'll go first. Can't <laughs> okay. wait to see it. Wait, that's... Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Can't wait that to five? see it. Oh, that's five. Actually, Okay. Six. It's actually six, but... Oh! Can't is two words. It's a contraction. Contraction. Learn English, my man! You're contracting something right now. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm such a... All right, my five words are enjoyable, but not much more. Ooh. I'm going to say enjoyable, but that's all it needs. I just, I'm at the point where I'm like, if a Marvel movie can sit me down and show me a good time, I can get some great laughs out of it. I can have really enjoyable moments, a good villain. That's all I need. You know? That's so, all I need, too. So you're, so you're, succumbing, you're succumbing to the idea of a cookie cutter Marvel movie, which no, I this is, that's am what, thoroughly that's what I'm against. very. That's why I'm very happy with this movie, because it is not like other Marvel movies. At times, I'm like, it's, this feels a lot like a Star Wars movie. It's exactly like a Marvel movie, well, Devin. Well, I, hate, oh, I hate everything about uh, this I, conversation. Uh, a, <laughs> All right, we'll save it for next week. That, that's uh, moving not, on from Thor. That's, that's, uh, that's oh, a nice wow. teaser for everyone to listen to next week, where we go into in-depth spoilers on Thor Ragnarok. So if you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok yet, uh, go give it a watch, and then uh, you know, join us next week when we talk about it. Uh, do we have any other shared movies, Aaron? I think I thought we did, but maybe we don't. No, I don't think we do. Okay. Um, I do have a couple movies that you've seen that you can kind of yes. comment on. Uh, so I watched Death Note, the 2017 uh, American remake. American, I don't even know if I'd call it remake. American. No, it's remake? not like a remake, but just like a. American adaptation. Uh, yeah, it's a film adaptation, but even then, it takes a lot of liberties with the this story. This was an anime, correct? It was originally. Yeah, originally, yeah. originally, it was because I saw Jake Jacob tweet about this movie. Yeah. His Twitter, Jake Lace. Yeah. Oh, and well, we're on point with the plugs. I know. <laughs> and he said he enjoyed it, and one of his friends was like, "Are you joking? Like, did you see the anime?" He's like, "No, I think that's why I enjoyed it." Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I am. I am very I'm not much this. on the opposite of the public opinion of Adam Wingard's films, I think. Uh, because the public seems very either mixed to negative on all of his films, and I'm very <laughs> much mixed to positive on all of them that I've seen. Because this movie was so much fun. I just had a good time watching it. I thought that 
uh, Nat Wolf was actually, he fit very well in the film. Um, I'm excited to see what he does after this. And like after all of the John Green's films, uh, because he's got some chops. I just don't know where he's going to fit in, um, in film, if that makes sense, <laughs> but he's very good. Yeah. Um, f- what were you going to say? I feel like he was cast in something recently, but I can't remember. So I'm trying to look it up now. Oh, okay. But. Um, Willem Dafoe is really great as the uh, uh, deaf god Ryuk, I believe is his name. Yeah, Ryuk. Um, it's a film that's like flawed for sure. But when you just compare that to how much fun I had watching it, how great I think the ending of this movie is. Um, Aaron's seen it. Uh, just the whole ending sequence. I mean, Zack Snyder would be proud of all the slow-mo used, but I think it's, it's brilliant. The soundtrack is really great and it like clashes so well against what's actually on screen. Like, I think that a lot of people are like upset about it clashing with like the movie, but I think it works that it clashes. If that makes sense. It does. I, I liked the, uh, choice of soundtrack at the end yeah i but i think the ending is also where the film lost me because that's, just that's in terms it... of there were so many like contrived plot beats that like they kept on like stacking on top of one another and it just didn't work it kind of made the logic of the movie fall apart man i loved that i i'd see we're on opposite ends of why we enjoyed this movie too um what lost me, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to like this anymore, am I? Is when they do the montage of him and his girlfriend, you know, like, uh, becoming that god superhero type character and killing all the bad guys. And there's this huge montage. And I'm like, yeah, that's like, I kind of wish we could, like, see some of this. Like, it's just kind of like, all right, we're rushing right. all the way. David just came back, so he has no clue what we're talking about. I'm surprised you didn't say thankful. Thank now I'm pretty thankful for that. <laughs> um, Don't get me going. I, I think it definitely has its problems, but as someone who has never seen the anime, like I watched the first episode and I was like, eh, this isn't for me. I just am not a huge fan of anime to begin with. Um, as someone who has not seen it, the original, I think that this is a good enough adaptation to where i'm like i enjoy this story i enjoy these characters and uh i don't know i i just enjoyed it thought it was pretty good i like adam wingard he's he's yeah up there as far as uh directors that i really enjoy all of their work so there's only a couple movies of his that i haven't seen yet so i'm hoping to kind of hop on those real quick because your next is like fantastic the longer i sit on that movie the more i'm like this movie is pristine also blair witch 2016 the longer i sit on that the more i'm like oh nope. baby and <laughs> give me more of that <laughs> nope uh so another movie i watched right after that was the babysitter another uh, another netflix movie is that the cult one yeah a movie okay. i just did not expect to like at all just based on the director mick g who has made some questionable films <laughs> terminator uh salvation being one of them was he the charlie's angels oh yeah remake guy mm-hmm. okay yeah. yeah 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 and this means war a film i've seen for whatever reason 
Uh, I've seen it too. Yeah. All right. Well, we're on the same page there. Uh, his style is so dumb, and I hate it. But for whatever reason, it works so well in this movie. Like every time one of his dumb things that he has in all of his movies happen, I'm like, that was pretty good. Like that works here for whatever reason. I think it might just be the fact that the film itself doesn't take itself seriously at all. It's such like a dumb like popcorn flick and it knows it. So I think it works on that uh, front. Do you, do you ever wonder if like... When, like, what if they don't know it, though? Like, what if the director's like, this is, like, the purest <laughs> form of art, this is my like, ever? Movies. And, like, some people are just like, yeah, it's just a stupid movie, and, like, director knows it, so I think I'm like, you, you ever wanted that? I, you know, if there's any director who thinks that about a movie, it's probably McGee, so. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it's not, like, the best movie of the year, obviously, but it was just a fun ride. I think Bella Thorne is actually pretty good in this movie. Like, she has comedic chops that I just did whoa, not expect. Whoa. Calm down. I know, Come I know. Down. After Amityville Awakening, how could I ever forgive her? But I mean, I, I laughed at uh, Amityville the Awakening. So. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> she's playing a character that's much more in type for her here, too, where she's playing the cheerleader. Whereas in Amityville The Awakening, she's playing the goth girl, which I'm just still, I'm still shocked that that's the choice they took with Bella Thorne. I'm like, interesting. All right. Um, and Robbie Amell is in it as well. He's actually really funny in this. So there's some good parts and just some over-the-top moments that in any other movie would be so dumb, but in this one... You know, they get that soundtrack going, got a great soundtrack, and then, you know, it just hits you with some great moments. So, big laughs. First first part's a little, man, you're like, oh, I'm not going to like this. But then as soon as the, you know, murders happen, that's when it gets interesting. Much like Aaron's Titanic analogy, yeah. where he doesn't like the part where everyone's happy. He wants to watch people who actually died, die. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, it's actors <laughs> being people who actually died. I'm just, I'm just dying. Crap. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was uncalled for. <laughs> uh, I want to quickly mention Halloween 3 Season of the Witch. A movie that oh, yeah. I watched uh, for Halloween this year. Aaron's right. It's, uh, why is it so overlooked? <laughs> like, it's pretty good. Um, just one of the most haunting endings, even if you know what's coming at the end, because Aaron has talked about this on the podcast, like up to the ending. But nope. even if you and know I've ignored what's it. going you were not here for that episode, if I remember oh, correctly. And even better. I knew you were going to spoil something, Aaron. <laughs> well, but, uh, Lacey asked me to. I didn't want to, but... Yeah. Is that how that went? I, I don't even remember. Yeah. It's been so long. I judge you now as a person, but we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd say give that a watch. Um cheesy over the top but that's how it works i think i don't know there's a, right yeah. like it's it's like scooby-doo but like the darkest episode of <laughs> scooby-doo ever made there's lasers and in it, it's amazing like, why do witches have lasers that doesn't really make there, sense also where there, are the witches there's weird, they summon like lasers out of stonehenge yeah in their ritual to like Sacrifice children to this ancient god. It's I, I fun, love it's fun time. I love, I love the guy when he's like, "Why are you doing it?" 
<laughs> Wait, what is his direct quote? I can't remember. <laughs> oh my god, I... It was so funny because I was like, this might be the best reason anyone has ever given in a horror movie for why they want to do that. I'm going to look for it later and I'm going to bring it back up so that way I'm not saving or, you know, wasting time. But I will bring that back up later because it's so funny. Uh, then I want to mention last thing or second to last thing. This is just going to be a quick one, though. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom, a movie that I watched for the first time ever. And just an unbelievably charming ride. Like, it's pretty brisk, you know, it moves along at a fast pace. I don't think it's, like, cinematic masterpiece, like, the greatest film of all time. But I do think it has some of the best cinematography I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, I cannot believe how beautiful that movie is. It's, it's gorgeous. Every single frame is, like, so meticulously crafted and so well done i just blown away blown away by that point so this how many west anderson movies have you seen i've seen grand budapest hotel but i'll like the year it came out so that was like three or four years ago now <laughs> so and i like grand budapest hotel i think i need to rewatch it now that i'm like way more into film so yeah we'll see it's it's really great at least from a cinematography and production design standpoint it's phenomenal yeah uh and so final thing stranger things uh i watched you start have you seen the first season no that's what i'm talking about oh <laughs> i started season one i watched up to episode three now uh so how's the hype uh do you ever feel like something's been hyped up so much that nothing the show could ever do would live up to the expectations that have been set by everyone. So, yes <laughs> and no. Okay, so I need explanations of both of those things. Because, <laughs> like, yes, like, things have been hyped out to me. Like, you were like, oh, like, you gotta watch It's Always Sunny, you gotta watch Lost. Yeah. You gotta like get uh, yeah. Game of Thrones. Walking like I'm just like yeah like these have all lived up to the height. But like it was, but maybe well not Walking Walking Dead's good. But now I get so I, Walking Dead not anymore. Oh. On the way back up. On the way back up. So like the first four five seasons and like six and seven okay. right so where, where now. We're, we we're, we're making our train. way back up. <laughs> what what was the point of this again? Well, you wanted to hear both. I was just replying yes and no. Here. You wanted the answer. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm confused. Just just be thankful, I see. Be thankful. thankful. And accept I'm thankful. It. I'm thankful. Um, no, I, I think it's a good show. I, I think a lot of it... Uh, I just watch it, and I'm like, why can't this just be more it? Why can't I just be watching it right now? Oh, because it's not super it? Because oh, I had like, the same too. response to the show, but I was like, why can't I just be watching Super 8? See, the Super 8 comparison is, that what, is probably is that a that lot the more apt. Hmm? What? Because I, like, I haven't seen Super 8, but I've seen It, so am I, am I just going to want to watch It? Probably. Maybe, uh, yeah. That's where I'm at. But also, I just have so recently watched It, and one of the kids from Stranger Things is uh, Rich, or Richie in It. Right. Um... But it's a good show on its own right. I just wish it focused on the kids more. 
I just, I don't care about some of these characters. And I'm like, I, I'm starting to care a little bit more. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, I really care about uh, Will and Eleven. Let's just focus on them more. Let's just stick to them. And Winona Ryder, who is really great in this. Like, some really great acting. So, has she won awards for this? I don't know. But it's interesting you say that, because I thought she did not do a good job at all, at least in season one. Really? I think it's just like the character didn't have a lot to do in the no. show, really. No, it's mostly she just cries a lot, but she has a really yeah. good cry face. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, it's it's very believable. <laughs> uh, my biggest complaint right now, I think, is that they kind of ruin their mystery by showing what happens to the kid at the very beginning of the show. Like, the very first scene is... Or not the... It's like the second scene. The whole show is about what happened to this kid. And then right. the second scene... It's not a spoiler! It happens in the first five minutes! <laughs> and, the whole, and the first scene is uh, this kid being, like, taken by this monster. And I'm like, wouldn't it have been better if we were just like, we don't know what happened to the kid? Let's figure it out. Is he really hiding? Is there a monster? Like, all this other kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, you've been good the whole time. <laughs> uh, David's wondering <laughs> whether he could come back in if the spoilers were done. Haven't been any spoilers to begin with. I don't know. Um, but I don't know how you felt about that, Aaron. Uh, about the mystery itself. I didn't think they were trying to make it so much a mystery to the audience as just a mystery mm. to the characters. I just... So I don't... I think our mystery was like, where did this creature come from? Why does he want this kid? Kind David, of. David, it's not spoilers. <laughs> oh my god, he took his earphones. I don't know. A, I don't know a single thing about the show. That's why the way I'm trying to it's keep it. It's in the first minute of the show. Yeah, exactly. So therefore, <laughs> okay, I um, want to. I are, I just are you done talking about this? Or yeah, no? yeah. One more thing though. I just think no, you're not I done have... then. <laughs> Jeez. I have a problem with shows and movies. I'm not thankful. Dang it. <laughs> I have a problem with shows and movies who do stuff like that so frequently where it's like the audience knows something. Now they have to figure it out. But they're like really dumb. Like I'm okay with stories yeah. like that. But everyone that show is like, where is he missing? He's missing. And then it's like, well, maybe there's some foul play. The sheriff's the only one who thinks there's foul play the whole time. And I'm like, uh, like, I'm, I think it's going to turn around a little bit. Because I think the ending of the last episode I watched had a nice twist. I'm like, okay, how do you come back from that? Like, what do you do now? So No, how far are you into it are you? See, I just got done with episode three. Mm. So... Uh, I don't have too much left, but we'll see how I feel at the end of season one to see if I want to watch season two. Because from what I've heard, season two is not as good as season one. And if I'm if I'm already kind of like, yeah, season one's like a good time, but it's not like Super I'd be surprised 8. If you finish I love it. Super 8. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, David's, David's probably right. I've been finishing stuff lately. I've been doing good work. I've been doing things. Doing things. I've been doing lots of things. 
but yeah, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm definitely going to watch the second one, but I, it's not a like high priority for me. So it's just like still sitting in my queue. Right. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know why this is the show that got all the hype. You know what I mean? Like Super 8 comes out. Super 8's an amazing movie. doesn't really have hype. I mean, like, Aaron, you and I hype it up all the time, but that's just because we love it so much for whatever reason. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. I would thought. say because it was very bingeable in the sense that it was only, like, eight episodes long or whatever, so it was easy to get through, and also that it, like, came at the right longer. time. I, I'm not sure I haven't checked, but I think it's a little longer. What's that? It's if season two is longer. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But I think also, like, the time it hit, because it hit, like, late in the summer, where it's, like, there's nothing, like, the movie season was wrapping up, and television hasn't started back up yet. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, I guess. I mean, again, I don't think it's bad. I just think it's not what I had been led to believe it was, I guess. I just want more of them kids. Show me what they're up to. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, Aaron, since we talked about Thor, would you like to dash in there with your uh, movies? Sure. All right. So, yeah. So, Thor. Uh, my review is up on my blog, as mentioned. Uh, beyond that, saw a couple more 2017 films this week. First mm. up, saw 1922 which is a Netflix original movie based on a Stephen King novella. And, like, it's fine. It's, uh, it has some, like, nice acting and some nice uh, thematic content, kind of. This exploration of, like, the world in 1922 and, like, the way women were treated and all this sort of stuff. But I think it's also very much a case where the screenplay is kind of like trying to do a direct translation of the novella. And so it becomes a movie that's much more tell and not show, you know? Okay. So it's, it's a lot of voiceover narration and a lot of, you know, like using that to guide the story instead of the visuals or the dialogue and stuff like that. So it's like, it's fine, but I feel like I could have gotten the same experience, if not better, from just reading the novella. Right. As opposed how to, long would it take you to read the novella? I don't know. It wasn't a long movie, you, you, so maybe. So you could have you watched the movie, gotten the same experience in a short time, so therefore one positive would be saving time. That's true. Thank I've, you. I've heard that... Uh, Stephen King went on like a huge like women's rights like movement in like the early 80s or like the I forget when they said this happened. I heard this somewhere where it's like movie or he wrote stuff like Gerald's Game in 1922 and it was just like it's like all right like good for you Stephen King but where did this come from? <laughs> so I guess there's like Dude, this one Stephen King is such wrote, an interesting character. I'm trying to do yeah. like a bibliography on not bibliography. Biography. Biography. Yeah, he is a very interesting Biography. man. He did Doing a lot cocaine, listening to rock music, into women's rights for like two so years. And he's like, yeah, forget that. Let me write it. So, I mean. I like how uh, the, the woman's rights was lumped in with the cocaine. <laughs> I just, <it's, laughs> 
they're like comparable, nice I guess. <laughs> According to Stephen King, they're comparable. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, nineteen twenty-two. Yeah. So it was all right, but kind of also proof that not every Stephen King story needs a film adaptation this After year. It. After it, man. There's no way it's that gonna skyrocket. There, oh yeah, it's gonna be every single book, and there's a lot of books. They're gonna remake their uh, Running Man. Is that the movie? Yeah. Yeah, but they're gonna make it like the actual. I'm gonna look up how many books he's written. <laughs> oh, it's tons. It's tons, and even more short stories and novellas and stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, All right. So next up, watched. Uh, finally got around to watching Leatherface, and. It is a horrendously stupid movie. <laughs> like, one of the dumbest movies I've ever seen. Ever. Just in terms of, like, the, from, like, the ground level. <laughs> it's so dumb. Just, like, from the very basic idea of being like, hey, we're going to do this road movie where we'd look at Leatherface when he was a teenager. It's like just just from that very l- idea, this is a horrendously dumb movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so does Pause. it turn around? Pause real quick. Yeah, Google goes at least ninety-eight. At least, <laughs> like, spe- like quote unquote, <laughs> at least ninety-eight. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we can't, we can't keep up with it. By the time you, you search on Google, by the time you search uh, on Google and has like that 0.3 millisecond search results, he might have written another book in that time. We don't know. Dude turns them out for real, though. He really does. He wrote this most recent one that he just released with his kid, right? One of his sons? Yeah. And so. then his other son wrote a book that's also in the New York Times bestseller list right now. So it's just like, them kings, man. They're kings of the New York Times bestseller list. He's uh, worth about $400 million right now, internet, if you're wondering. Good for yeah, him. Yeah, sounds about right. All right, anyway. so back to what Aaron's been watching. Sorry. It's but yeah, right. Leatherface. Yeah, it's it's a dumb concept, and it's a, the, the plot basically goes as expected from that dumbness you do you know think, do you think they were like oh bates motel did really good because they it's like the young teenage life of a serial killer let's just do leatherface yeah i think the do whole thing like, that's like the idea yeah I and think... now are they doing that other serial killer uh, what's the new movie coming out when we're like oh it's romanticizing oh yeah it's, but this yeah. is a real serial killer <laughs> oh yeah jeffrey the jeffrey dahmer film yeah. yeah 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 i guess serial killer prequels is just in it's right just now in. Uh, it's a little what worse when it's a real serial killer, guys. <laughs> like, we can't do this. He's real? <laughs> okay. Continue. But yeah, Leatherface. <laughs> the, the best I can say about it is that it's, like, competently shot. Okay. Like, there's, there's some actually good cinematography and some, like, striking visuals and stuff that's good. So it's a watchable film. It's, it's you can you can sit down and like watch it, <laughs> and your eyes won't like start to bleed. So that's the best I can say about it. <laughs> I looked up the quote. The Halloween three quote. Yes. Go for it. <laughs> 
he like asks him why. <laughs> the guy responds, I do love a good joke. <laughs> this is the best ever. The joke of the children. <laughs> it's like, why are you going to massacre millions of children? I just think it's funny. <laughs> motivation <laughs> like oh no we're filming that scene today <laughs> why would he want to kill millions of kids he just loves jokes he's a jokester <laughs> oh my god oh thank you halloween 3 for that <laughs> very very thankful i'm so thankful Anyway, all right, yeah, so don't watch Leatherface. Right. Okay. So, moving on, another 2017 film, uh, Nocturama, which was a French film. It came out in France last year, came out in America this year, and I wanted to... What? It counts. It counts. It It counts. We're going by U.S. release date. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, it was a film I wanted to see because it got an A grade at the AV club and it was like a really rave review, you know, just like praising the cinematography and all the symbolism and themes and stuff like that. So I was curious to watch it. And then like a few weeks later it hit Netflix. So I was like, I definitely have to check this out before the end of the year. Yeah. And it was a very fascinating movie, like a very, like one of those movies that like from the very first scene, you're just kind of like transfixed by it. And like you, are so fascinated. What? Yeah, you're locked in. You're wondering, like, where is this going to go? Like, what's going to happen next? Like, all that. So it was very a very enjoyable film. It was a very interesting film. And it is a very beautiful film. Like, the cinematography and the symbolism is, like, so on point. One of the most beautiful films I've seen this year. And it, it's a very interesting film plot-wise. I didn't know a lot about the plot going in. But it kind of, like, follows these teenage terrorists. Like, they plant a bunch of bombs around Paris and then hide out in this uh, department store while they're waiting for it to all, like, blow over. So it's, like, a very weird film in terms of, like, playing with your sympathies because you're following a group of young terrorists. Interesting. (laughs) Okay. But the film makes it work. Okay. Like, it's very tricky to pull off, like we were talking about with uh, my friend Dahmer last week, that kind of playing with your sympathy is very tough to pull off, but this film does it, I think. Okay. Yeah, this is one that I'm interested to watch. Uh, you know, it's on Netflix, so. Yeah, so I would definitely recommend you check it out. What? Have you seen, have you seen anything else, Aaron? Uh, one final thing. I finally got around to watching The Hateful Eight. Yeah. Mm. So, that? something I've been meaning to get to it for a while now, but my friend wanted to watch it as well, so we sat down, we watched it, and it's it's pretty good, you know. Like I think, in fact, it's kind of like already aged really well, because it's kind of like examining the aftermath of the Civil War and kind of like you know this. It's like recreating the Civil War conflict and. 
you know, stuff in this confined cabin environment. And I just think, especially like thematically, like, you know, what did this conflict mean for America? Like, how do we move past this violence and all sorts of stuff like that? I, I think that's in fact become even more like relevant and interesting in the years, even in the year, two years since it came out, came out. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. And the, the cast is great, as expected from a Tarantino film. The cinematography is great, as expected. The writing's great, as expected. I don't think it's one of his best films, but okay. it is definitely a really good one. I mean, this is one that I got for like $5 on Black Friday last year. So it's one that's, you know, it's on Black my Friday about to be litty today, or this week, but... Not this week, this year, sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're so thankful. Thanksgiving came two weeks early, my friends. But yeah, yeah, Black Friday is going to be lit. I'm ready for some Blu-ray bonanzas. Like last year, I got Central Intelligence. Never going to watch that movie again. <laughs> but for five bucks, you're going to tell me I'm not going to buy Central Intelligence? I did. And I'm perfectly happy spending that $5 somewhere else. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to watch this one, uh, just because, you know, I've started watching, uh, other Quentin Tarantino movies too, so, excited to see how this one, uh, blends in. Apparently it's in the same universe as Django Unchained, but... No, it's uh, not, is it really? Yeah, but also kind of, Samuel yeah. L. Jackson plays a different character. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, bef- it's him after The Slave Life, maybe? No, no, it's it, it's just a different character altogether. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like no, written uh, where it could almost have been a sequel, but they didn't go for it. And it. Which I think was, I think it was originally written as a sequel, if I remember correctly, but I don't know. Oh, now I have to see this movie. It's on Netflix. Yeah. All, right, uh, all right, all right. So what else you got for us, Aaron? Uh, that's it. That's my week. Oh. David. All right. On to me. So, this is my laptop. <laughs> This is my laptop to start was, at the beginning of the podcast. My laptop was uh, out of commission for a week, right? So I had no access to the Game of Thrones, Aaron. Therefore, I had to watch Netflix. And I was like, well, I don't want to watch I can't start another series because I'm a good person. I like to watch one series at a time and finish it, unlike right, other right. people in this podcast. Yeah, <clears> people <throat> who uh, will go unnamed and will never know we talked about it because they were gone. Yep. But... Um, so I was like, oh, I'll watch the movies. I was like, it's November. I'll watch some spooky movies. <laughs> so I watched, let me pull up my. Oh, no. I, I watched Gerald's Game. Oh, nice. How, how. And I ended up enjoying this movie more than I thought. How did. I know you've seen this, Aaron. Yeah. How did you end up liking this movie? I thought it was really great outside of maybe the ending went on a bit too long considering how like out of place it felt. But like that one scene in particular, and I think you know what scene I'm referring to now, that was just like the hardest scene to watch of any scene this year. And I, uh, I'm pretty good at, like stomaching, like a lot of like I, a lot of things don't make me like churn, but I was like, ooh, yeah, same, ooh, S- same. Like I can get through all the Saw movies. I'm like, this is nothing. Yeah, 
but like for whatever reason. But I I really I ended up liking Gerald's game, and I I liked the way. Yeah, it, it, I liked it as a whole because I know a lot of people were very um, polarized by the way it ended. Mm-hmm. But I think it just adds another layer to the movie and the horror behind it. Yeah, I, like I liked the ending. I just think that it they could have like made it shorter somehow. Like it just yeah. kind of felt like a, a lot of like exposition at the very end of the movie. Yeah, which I've, I I under, I think they were just trying to go for it, and they like I knew what they were trying to go for, and I appreciate that, but they just didn't quite like get it. Yeah, to like where they wanted to, but I think I like it just because like I know what they were trying to go for. I'm like, oh, okay, like I respect this movie more now, even though you didn't quite do it, like but you tried. So yeah, I don't know. I ended up liking Gerald's game. Yeah, same. Then I watched Hush. Hell now, yeah, I kn- this is one of the movies that you two are polarized on. So yes. Hell yeah, my so, dude. So, so J- Jake is on the pro-hush side. Yeah. Yes. Jake, really, and Aaron, you didn't like this at all? Or you were just kind of like, eh? I guess I was kind of, eh? No, but no, mainly whoa, negative. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, let's go know, back to the last where Aaron was like, that movie's garbage. Don't watch it. And then I ended up watching it. And I'm like, hey, that movie was really good. I really enjoyed that. And you're like, are you kidding me? I'm like, yeah, I know they could have done more. But, like, it was good for what it was. And then this was, like, a huge thing for a long time. Yeah, well, now I'm going to end it. <laughs> okay. Because I am the deciding factor. Like, this is just, right, like, the course. common thing on the podcast. Aaron, right? mm-hmm. <sighs> I'm not... I'm not like, oh my god, this movie was amazing because like, it was okay at best. So <laughs> I mean, I'm not. A, oh my god, me, this movie's amazing either. But wait, like, wait, wait, so which side are you are you falling yeah. more towards? Yeah, we need to know like a uh, because <laughs> you gotta. All right, well, I, I want to say I'm leaning towards more. Aaron's because like okay the dude's yeah, mask is bad <laughs> and I'm just like okay the mask is the scariest part of the movie now it's just like just this guy he's like I'm gonna kill you well I'm it's like, not like a straight up scary movie it's a thriller yeah, well yeah well yeah and but like I wasn't really that thrilled I'm like like, like you just gotta load the cross I was like you gotta load the crossbow like it's not that hard and she's like and she's like in her head she's like I'm so I'm struggling so much I'm like it's not that hard you just gotta load the crossbow see, see, and, and then he's David, you, you get it. You get it, man. And he's, I'm and so he's happy like, right now. I'm so thankful right now. He's trying to play this psychological game with her where he's like, I could come in like whenever I want. Yeah. But like not really. Like it took him like ten minutes to break in the window. Like Jesus like But that was all, all part of the game. He wants to play a game. <laughs> no, the, the game and then and then the way it ended, I'm gonna spoil. I'm gonna spoil. No, Hush. no, don't so, don't spoil it. No, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I still think it's a big recommend. Oh, like I was like, oh, I bet this is gonna happen, eyes. and it, it happened. Yeah, the end is pretty like, predictable. Wow. Yeah, I agree. The end's pretty predictable. So I'm leaning more towards Aaron. So therefore, Aaron gets the tilt. I'm sorry, Jake. It's fine. I just realized I'm never going to get any tilt. 
no, you you will. It's just you have to have better. No, no, no. Because, <laughs> because listen, you tilt with Aaron on movies you've never even seen. I'm like Prometheus is straight up a garbage fire, and you're like, well, if you think about it logically, and I'm like, David, you haven't even seen Prometheus. Oh, oh yeah, because I'm using logic. You're just saying, oh. <laughs> uh, the final movie that I saw, <clears throat> Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. Hell yeah, my dude. And I enjoyed this movie more than I thought I would. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it made me laugh. It wasn't like a like it was a comedy, but it wasn't like a like it had a play. It was like a dumb comedy. It was like comparable to Hot Rod, which yeah. I haven't seen. But so that's why. I, sorry, not sorry. Hot Rod but, yeah. is amazing. No. Why didn't Why didn't either of us recommend <laughs> I, that to I, you? I always forget he hasn't seen it because it's such so, a yeah. David movie. So, pop star never stop stop never stop never stopping. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. What, what was your favorite song? Yeah. Uh, Mona Lisa. It, like yeah. I listened to album. Yeah. I listened to the album before. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, I I cracked up on how many like famous people I get famous people they had in the movie. Like, yo, I need you to just do a fake interview. He's like, yo, that song, <laughs> Donkey Roll. That Donkey that's roll. what I want. Like, like you just imagine being famous. Like, I, and I always wonder, like, oh, like is Michael Bolton just a really good friend, or like how they're gonna get Michael, like the beautiful Michael Bolton boys, Dude, just on these tracks? But for some reason, they have Michael Bolton in their pocket. They're like, hey, Michael Bolton, yeah. do a song. He's like, yo, he's come like, and he's like, I boys love. <laughs> um, now I I feel like we need to all answer this question now. Aaron, what's your favorite song? Hmm. It might be Incredible Thoughts. Yeah. But it might also be the Bin Laden song. I Bin right. Laden song's my second. <laughs> and Incredible Thoughts will be three. I'm going Incredible Thoughts as my pick, but if we can pick deleted songs from deleted scenes <laughs> in the movies, F off is the best song. <laughs> yeah, you gotta look it up on uh, YouTube. Yeah. David. It's so good. <laughs> It's a deleted scene, so it has like scenes scene. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's kinda. just like a but, music video. I mean, video. it's just like him performing on stage, but it's so good. It's so good. We'll watch it after because it's so good. Um. All right. Yeah. So, uh, is that all you watched this week, David? And then, since oh. we're podcasting on Monday, I got my laptop working and I watched a couple of episodes of Game of Thrones. Um, about to finish season five again. Really like Game of Thrones. I'm pushing through. Should definitely watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, probably not. But <laughs> you know, I've I've been like on a kick where I've been watching things that people have like suggested to me because I I felt like a real bad person lately. <laughs> And I'm like, because people always <laughs> recommend these things, and I'm always so busy watching other things for the podcast. So I'm like, time to start... what's that? What? What? Aaron, I watched tons of things you recommend to me. I don't feel bad on that front. But I'm like, all right, time to start Stranger Things. Time to watch Moonrise Kingdom. I've got a couple other movies lined up this week that have been suggested to me for years. And just like Sanjay Nupo? All right. I don't know what it is about me. Like, I really think it's a problem where people, like, suggest things. And then I'm like, never going to watch it now. <laughs> like, I don't know why that's a thing with me. 
but it's bad. But I, I need to watch San Junipero. I really do. Because it's, it's, we're hitting that threshold. You know how, like, you can start to feel the threshold for spoilers on, like, Twitter and stuff? You're like, uh-oh. Like, you're like, the threshold's gonna break. Spoilers are coming. <laughs> it's like, you gotta maybe, be maybe you'll get around to it when season four hits. Like, that will be the incentive you need. Maybe. When does season, season four hit? What? It's supposed to be before the end of the year. Perfect. Season four of what? Black uh, Mirror. Black Mirror. Oh. I mean, Ooh, yeah. I love the show so much, I and I just... I know I'm missing the show's best episode, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. What was the most recent episode? Was it just that the last episode turned me off to it a little bit? Because I can't think of what it was. But that might be it. I don't know. I think the one right before it is not very good. Like, it's, it's was it good, the game but, like, one? Not. The game one is my by far my least favorite so far. It's just like, come on, guys. I don't know. I'll look it up later, guys. <clears throat> David, that's all you watched this week. Mm-hmm. You're still you're still into the magic in Game of Thrones. Oh, I'm like the card game. Yeah, I mean, you're still into Magic: The Gathering. You're just really into it. The best thing about Magic: The Gathering is like if you want to play it, you just have to know someone who like has magic because the people who like magic are super into it and have like ten different decks. And you're like, oh, can I just borrow a deck? They're like, yeah, bro, let's play. Like, um. Never have, to, never have to buy it, but who's so, ready for some passing popcorn? Is that next? Mm-hmm. Yeah, one second. I just wanted to mention the one right before San Junipero is Shut Up and Dance, which I really liked as an episode. So why I'm not, like, on San Junipero right now, maybe I'm just taking time to let that, because I felt, like, dirty after that episode. I was like, oh, I sympathized with this guy. Not anymore. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, never mind. That was a good episode. Yeah, I got it. Uh, oh, oh, that episode skeeved me out. All right. Uh, let's move on to passing of the popped corn. Who popped the corn? This week it was uh, David. Popped it real good, and he gave us a little bit of TV. So, David, I got to have the box out. <laughs> Yeah. I need the tokens. <laughs> Guys, improvise. Do an improv. Yes, and go. So, Aaron. Yes, and. Game of Thrones, like, how excited are you for Game of Thrones season? Is it season eight that's coming out? It's going to be season eight, which will also and be the final one. The final one, and I hear the episodes are going to be like two hours long. Almost yeah, recorded how, are you excited for that? Are you a little concerned? I'm a little concerned. I think that season seven was pretty rushed. Yeah, like, that's why that's why they're taking a couple of years to write this, right? Yeah, it might not hit till 2019. Do so, hear, do you hear Westworld got pushed back too? Yes, and I still haven't finished season one that though. That was for a set injury, though, right? Uh, partially, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, do you hear Netflix is uh, cancel or almost debating about cutting uh, from from oh, no, House no. of Cards? Oh, yeah, they cut him. They, they, they cut him officially. Oh, they, they yeah yeah yep, they fired him. Well, hats off to Netflix for doing the right respecting thing. Yeah, and doing right. You know, not caring so much about money that they let uh, sexual I, abusers do whatever I, they want. Yeah, so I guess like the they're they're gonna turn. 
I guess they're just gonna try to kill off the character, which they're doing spinoffs. I heard. All right, I have the I have the tokens, so let's get back on track here. All right, so this week, Aaron, you have people. Anything oh. goes. One second. Oh, 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 God. He knew I, I forgot was. I had to write these down. Everyone, he knew I was coming with these. All right, so people. <laughs> anything goes. Uh, quote. Quote. Anything goes. Anything goes times and, two. And story. And story. And I have people. Anything goes. Story. Story. People. All right, so... People yellow is green that anything goes. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Who's first? Uh, I think I beat Aaron last time. I think you did. So Aaron, you get to go first. All right. So this is a two thousands. Re- it's TV shows. Two thousands reality TV show. Uh. Story. That's red. Two Hollywood. So. Sociality. Oh, hold up. What's that word? <laughs> Two Hollywood socialities tried to survive Socialize. a month in a room. I don't have my glasses on. Sorry, I should put those on. No. Try to survive okay, a month right, in rural just... Arkansas, living without credit cards. I want to give a disclaimer to everyone listening. We take pictures of the cards and send them to each other, so they are like super hard to read. It's not David yeah. not knowing what the word is. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for that disclaimer. Yes. All right, so would you like to reread it, please? I have no what, idea what, is what this, this is. What was the word? Socialites. socialites. So, yeah, socialites. Jeez. Oh, there it is. Okay, I can read it. Two Hollywood socialites try to survive a month in rural, rural Arkansas living without credit cards. Jeez, this is rough. I have no idea. We're falling apart at the seams. I have no clue right. either. I'm, I'm, I'm so both taking a pass. Passing. It is the simple life. Oh, that's uh, that's uh, that's oh god, what is her name? Paris Hilton and it is. Well, who's the other one? Nicole Richie. Nicole Richie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to actually watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that's what it was though, dude. When you have free reign of K or Direct TV television at 13 years old and MTV's on and you're like okay I can watch MTV I'm old enough (laughs) okay next Jake 2000's game show 2000's game show I'm gonna go with anything goes the banker calls the host by phone oh deal or no deal my dude deal or no deal (laughs) correct (laughs) all right Aaron. Yeah. 1980s sitcom. Uh, people. Is that, that's yellow? Yellow. Bob Saget as Danny Tanner. John Stamos as Uncle Jesse. Uh, Full House. Yeah. Correct. All right. All right, that was people. All right, got it. 1970s sitcom, Jake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna take story. A man with two female roommates pretends to be gay to satisfy the landlord's rules. Three's company. Correct. <laughs> I like. I know TV. I just don't watch it. <laughs> if that makes sense. 
All right. Aaron, ready? Yes. 2000s drama. Uh, anything goes. One of the stars married singer Fergie, who he met on the set of the show. <laughs> I have no idea Is who married drama? Fergie. That, 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 yeah, that's a rough anything goes, I would say. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like, oh, I'm just up to date on my Fergie life. Like, <laughs> hey, I watched MTV when Fergie was a big deal. I think I should know this. I know who they're talking hey. about. It's Josh Dumel, but I didn't know he had a show. Do you know? Do you know? Do you have anything no, I else? Don't, I don't have no? one, so I don't know what the show is. The show is Las Vegas. I don't even know what that is. All right, I guess so. Jake, the 1960s sitcom People, Rob and Laura Petrie. Please, repeat, please. <laughs> Rob and Laura Petrie. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. 60s sitcoms. I don't know why I didn't go with story instead of Aaron. your name. I don't have a steal. Yeah, he doesn't have no, a steal. steal. It is the Dick Van Dyke Show. All right. Aaron, <laughs> 1990s sitcom. Uh, story. An accident-prone host of a do-it-yourself show raises three boys with his wife. Uh, home Improvement. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, was, what was the most recent thing? Never mind. I'm not going to say that on the podcast. <laughs> Jake, a 2000 sitcom. 2000 sitcom? Oh, I, I think I can go people on this one. I think I'll be okay. Courtney, Courtney Cox as Jules Cobb and Christina Miller as Ellie Torres. Oh, what was the name of that <laughs> show? What was the name of that show? Was it Cougar Town? Correct. Yeah. Pulls through. So, so what is the score right now? Uh, three to two. You need five to win. All right. Who's up? Aaron? Aaron. Aaron. Yep. St- yep, still Aaron. <laughs> A 19... Please, one minute. 1980s drama. Uh, anything goes. The male lead in the series was the fifth actor to play British spy James Bond on film. In fact... Who's the fifth actor? <laughs> Gotta go through all the bottoms. Uh, is that Timothy Dalton or is it Pierce Brosnan? Either way, I have no idea. Well, which one had a show? <laughs> I guess it's I, the I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know either. Remington Steel. Mm. I know that show, but I wouldn't have got that. Alright, Jake. 2000's game show. A People. Host Jeff Foxworthy. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> ding, 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 and ding. he's getting trounced again. <laughs> it's these anything goes. Yeah, they are. They are. Aaron. Two thousands drama. Uh, anything goes. The series is narrated by a character who dies in the first episode. That's such a spoiler. Well, the, I'm just saying that this. Sorry. The series is narrated by a character who dies in the first episode. I've never seen the series. I don't know if it's actually a spoiler. I'm just mad that they, they told me that. I don't think I, th- I don't think that's a spoiler. I think that's probably the hook of the show. I think I might know what that is. I I know like I know this is a show. 
Like, I know this show as a concept that was made into a show, but I have no idea what the name is. <laughs> um, so, are you passing, Aaron? Yeah. Jake? I, do you I have, have a steal. Do you want to guess? Is it Ghost Whisperer? It is Desperate Housewives? I did not know that's what that happens in that show. I didn't know I either. I, but like, I don't I'm... care about Desperate Housewives, but, like, if I did, I'd be like, whatever, okay. Um. All right. All right, Jake. A two thousands reality contest. I only have story. Did you not get any quotes? I got no quotes. Uh, Aaron has one quote. I th- Aaron, I think you're getting the the bad end of the stick. I, no I definitely am. <laughs> the bad end of the stick. If all right, let's, all let's right. make it. Let's make it a little interesting. If I don't get this one, Aaron, if I don't okay. get this right, I will swap my story title for one of your anything goes title. Titles. All right, sounds fair. Fashion designers compete for the chance to show a collection at New York City Fashion Week. I really see this is my problem. There are so many shows that are this. <laughs> That's true, I suppose. I've got to think of what the one my little sisters watches. Because there's like three Project Runway. Yeah. Got it. Because <laughs> it was that or America's Next did you, Top Model. Did you go like five for five? I think I just went five for five. No, you didn't no, know no. Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah, I got six I missed Dick Van Dyke. Five for six. It's the, it really is the luck of the tile draws, though, because anything goes on the TV one is such a death sentence. Oh, like, yeah. Fergie got married to this guy. When and how? <laughs> like, that's not the point of the game. <laughs> the movies definitely have the better... Uh, yeah, who who knows who married Fergie? Ever so- oh, God. I wow. mean, I know it's All Josh right. Duhamel, but I didn't know he had a show. All right, well, that's, that's passing popcorn this week. Join us next week. I'm going to be putting David head-to-head with Aaron in a game <laughs> show. Let's move on to the bad movie of the week. Uh, last week we had a unconventional bad movie of the week segment. Oh, crap, crap. Hold up. I totally forgot. I saw a world premiere of a movie. <laughs> yeah. I saw a haunting on Dice Road 2. <laughs> I was at work, so I could not go I know. with him. I felt oh. really I'm, bad. I'm, there. I'm really sad that you couldn't go. David, because... do you want to take bad movie of the week to talk about it? It was better than the old That's than the, the other ones. That's the thing. They're actually good now. I don't think we can give them bad movie of the week anymore. But like he's improving and and he quote unquote said, I'm making as many of these as possible. There's always going to be another sequel. Yeah, sure there is because you make up the stories. <laughs> no, no. No, wait, me, do you want to tell your I, I story? Met, do you want to tell your huh? like full story? So yeah. yeah so well, I'm Yes, we'll, I'm sorry. Let's I am make it Bad Movie of the Week just so you can tell your story. Yes. How okay. about that? Let's go with it. Okay. I'm at B-Dose. Smack on some wings super light at night after a volleyball game. And all of a sudden I see all these people walk in and they have the Seekers hoodies on. I was like, what? What What are these Seekers? I was like, oh, wait one minute. Is, this what, is that Prozac? I'm like, That's, that, that is Prozac. And um, so <laughs> what happens is Maurice is the waitress and she goes, hey, like, do you want to go see this movie? 
like he's the director. I was like, yes. And I go over, I'm like, hey, I'm David. And I'm like, like you're the director. He's like, hey, I'm Steve. I'm like, you're pro that you're not Steve. I didn't say that to him. <laughs> but, like, but he's he's like, yeah, like have you ever seen like you want like you want tickets? I'm like, yeah, like we covered you on my podcast. Like I have a podcast. He's like, you got a podcast? And like, like looked at me like I'm like really like weird for having a podcast. So he's like, yeah, it takes a lot of effort. You got to do that like every week. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like every week I knew it. <laughs> like, I don't know why we talking about this. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, it's like reboot already underway. So I plugged this in to Prozac. He's going to come on. Like, yeah. Like, what the... but, we, but we talked about all his movies. Hey. In know this what? Bad movie to <laughs> Why would you but, tell him? But listen, Prozac, every week Prozac I go on know. record and say, Prozac, I respect what you do. You have hustle. You make a movie every year. Like, that takes a lot of effort. And, like, even if they're not what I would consider good, he's making something that he's proud of. And, like, that's all you can ask yeah. for. And, and everything's on Amazon now. He's, like, super, like, happy. Like, And he's a super nice guy. Yeah, I believe it. I don't think any one of these people are bad people. I just, you know, if you make something, you have every right to be criticized for the thing that you made. That's just the way I look at it. If someone wants to criticize this podcast, of course, go for it. I mean, there's a lot to criticize us on. Prozac going to make a diss track? Dude, that would be amazing. See, if if Prozac made a diss track, I would want him on this show. This is, all right, this is like a thing I've, I just want to like plug this real quick. This is the thing I've learned. If anyone watches H3H3, uh, they also have a podcast where they bring on a lot of the people that they make videos on. Because, you know, they, make, they, they like make fun of the videos that they make and stuff like that. But they come on and they're super like respectful to them. And they're like, hey, you know, we're just making jokes. Like, we, we don't like really hate you or anything. And like, that's like just such an interesting way to look at it. Like, no one is free from being criticized for things that they make or things that they do. But you still respect those people. Um, and I think that's something that, I mean, we, I mean, we joke about Prozac and his movies all the time. But I respect the guy and I think he's doing his best to make something that he's proud of. So I'm not like, oh, this guy sucks. I'm like, this guy is awesome. Because he's doing something that everyone wishes they could do. Um, that's how I'm ending that. So, What were you going to say, David? So, yeah, so Matt Prozac, he's like, yeah, like, here's your tickets, just go pick them up. I was like, Prozac, you the realist. Went to the Temple Theater, which was sold out. It's it haunted. Sold out. <laughs> so, okay, it, it is haunted, but the Temple Theater <laughs> was sold out. It was packed. Yeah. And so, basically, it, ta- it, like, it talked about just this house on Dice Road, and it used to be an old... Uh, convenience store and these people they basically open up and the, the people are like yeah there's just something's wrong here we don't know and what happens is so they get in there like yeah it's a big house it's like over 5,000 square feet we got a lot to like look at you actually have a really great Prozac voice too <laughs> like this is like if he ever needed us to like be like do voiceover for him like he's sick or something he'd like, he has I think he did heed our advice he didn't have as much voiceover this time good good that is way overdone in all of yeah. them or it's just hardcore so, exposition <laughs> it's not even good. so um 
Yeah, so then he goes, yeah, we really don't know what's happening because I guess these people could like collect antiques and so he's like yeah these people could have basically just brought it on themselves because they hoard antiques i was like "Ooh, all right we're just gonna like put these people down but well, maybe it's the thing. fault that they're haunted like okay people who believe in hauntings like believe that like certain objects can carry spirits oh, yeah. or whatever oh well, yeah and i understand that but he's like yeah this is definitely probably like a reason like these pr- people <laughs> just brought on themselves like ooh, well, are we just gonna put them down like that right like, away okay it's like the tosh the daniel posh bit yeah. he's like i want you to go get yourself a wood chipper fill that thing up with as much gas as possible <laughs> like, you, you forgot you go go to menards running about Hundred bucks for a day. Let <laughs> up with gas. <laughs> Throw yourself into it. <laughs> have you ever have you ever seen that bit, Aaron? I don't think Aaron's ever listened to Dan. Oh my god, I haven't. I'm gonna I'm gonna find it for you and send it to you so you can watch it after. But basically, so they're going through this house, and he's like, "Yo, look at this device." And he sets it down. It's like a device that. Te- <laughs> it detects movement, so he goes, "Look at this, beep 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 beep." Like, like you know the uh, Steve he uses Martin it every time, yeah. uh, like Steve Martin and uh, Cheaper by the Dozen when does the lie detector test? <laughs> that was literally <laughs> <laughs> that was literally it. It was like beep 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 beep, beep. <laughs> oh, and then deep cut, but the dozen. I don't know what Jake's trying to say. I said that's a deep cut, cheaper by the dozen reference right there. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, and then all of a sudden he's like, yeah, so if something passes by it, it's going to beep. And then like, he just like turns away from the camera all of a sudden, beep, beep, beep. He's like, oh my God, it's working. And he, and like, he opens up like, because I guess like supposedly the faucet will just turn on and, or turn off. So he like turns on the faucet. He's like, do you hear me? Turn off this faucet. Beep, 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 beep. Turn it off. Turn off the faucet. He's like two minutes, like just asking the spirit to turn off the faucet. Does it get turned off? I'm like, dang. And so then he just turns it off himself, and then like it cuts. <laughs> and then, and then they had this like guest ghost expert, right? Mm-hmm. And he's from like Pittsburgh. And this guy, Aaron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was yeah. me. Yeah, it was Aaron. No, so yeah, I don't know what this guy. So this guy was like, yeah. You know, I'm I'm a professional. I've I've been in New Zealand. We don't know what's going on. I've been in New Zealand. I've seen like I've seen demons. Comments. I've seen demonic stuff. I've seen like ghosts throw refrigerators at people. I'm like, hold on, we're just gonna <laughs> like we're just gonna, we're just gonna glaze over that. Like, what is it? He's like, yeah. So like, nothing scares me. Like, I'm not worried about anything. Like, whatever. And so he's in this room, and and he's trying to like communicate like with the spirit or whatever but like mm-hmm. he's talking to the spirit like he's like a, a little 12 year old boy it was the weirdest things like so yeah what are you doing here like why don't you just leave these people alone like why can't you just be a good person like like that he was literally just having a normal just belittling this spirit i'm like you're a professional i'm like i'm not i'm not really like good in spirit rights but I'm like i'm pretty sure you're just offending the spirit like and then, like, he's sitting in this closet, which is supposed, supposed to be, like, the scariest part of the house. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, nothing really scares me. I was like, oh, my God. And he freaks out because I guess he, like, saw, like, a hand. 
and he freaks out and like trashes everything. He's like, nope, never going, like never going back in there. That's like, and like he's just completely like adamant, like yeah, like I've seen some crazy, but I've never seen that before. I'm like, never. What are you talking about? This is your job. Through a fridge. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So like the the guy was a complete like wash, and like I don't know if they realized it till like after they were filming. Like who the heck is this guy? They had that written. They had it written that he's seen this ghost go flying everywhere. And they're like, now you're going to see a hand and it's going to push you over the edge. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Now, but I want to one... mention real quick, because this is one that Aaron and I have both seen, the the original one. But he does this mm-hmm. thing where he's like, I'm not going to try and provoke this ghost. And then, like, the next night he's like, come do this it. stuff. Come on. You're just a little wimp. Do this. <laughs> and then he's just like, then the next night he's like, or, or that night, he's like, this ghost is very evil. It's very demonic. Then the very next night, he's sitting there. He's like, I don't think you're a bad guy. I think you're pretty cool. You that believe. guy? Yeah, I think it's that yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that guy's just some... I don't know. No, it was Prozac. Prozac. Oh, it was that. Prozac? Oh, yeah. okay. That was yeah, yeah. Prozac. Prozac? <laughs> oh, yeah. Then there's a scene when Prozac's in the basement, and he's like... He's walking around, he walks, and then there's the, all these glass bottles. He's like, you like one of these bottles? Hmm. And then he, and then like he, he w- starts walking out, and all of a sudden, whoosh, a glass bottle breaks. And he's like, oh, Dad wasn't there before. I'm like, yeah, because he just fell on the ground. And he, like, he tries to pick it up, and he's like, oh, I'm bleeding, I'm bleeding. I kind of call upstairs. He just cuts himself on the bottle. I'm like, why did you pick it up? <laughs> what? Oh, my and God. And then there's, there's another scene when he, like, walks like he walks upstairs into this bedroom and he looks at like out the window and then he turns back around and he's like oh my god that doll was turned around when i walked i gotta check the photo like the video footage but like that doll wasn't turned around when i first came up and then like it just cuts he's like it's like him walking by in slow motion and he was like it wasn't damn like oh wow oh my god so yeah but like this is better than the the other snippets I've seen, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm fully behind this guy. I support him, dude. Yeah, like, me too. I mean, he, he seems like a nice guy from what the experience you had with him and all that. Like, you know, he's, I want he's I want some more hauntings. I want to get spooky. Now, did he say when this is gonna go on Amazon? Yeah, it was literally uploaded by Tuesday, by tomorrow. <laughs> all right. Yeah, when I was ta- when I was talking to him, he's like, "Yeah, it's uploading right now," but. You know, they, it has to pass through, like, the channels, you know? So by, like, Tuesday night. I love Tuesday you, night. <laughs> you could see it. All of all of it is on Prime right now. I, like, I feel like it's, like, a little mix between, like, DJ Khaled and I don't know who else. <laughs> that's so, like, that's perfect, Prozac. That's such a perfect description. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Because <laughs> he hypes up everything so much. Yeah. yeah. Prozac, I'm hyped. I'm hype, yeah. Aaron refuses to watch another one of your films because he's a hater. It's, he's a hate no. Hater. I just always forget to, you know, watch them. He's not a hater, Prozac. No, I'm not a hater. If you listen to any of this and you're like, you still think you want to come on this show, <laughs> message us. You know, reboot already underway at gmail.com. We'd love to have you. If you have, you probably haven't listened to any of this, but if you can get past us uh, not believing any of this, you know, have fun, my dude. All right. Is that all we got? David, is that all you got for uh, yeah. Haunting on Dice Road 2? 
Uh, overall, pretty fun to be at a world premiere. Yeah. Did he do a Q&A after or anything? Uh, I was not. There was, a, there was an after party, which I'm sure that's where the Q&A was. They had bottles there. They had snacks. But, like, I could have bought something. But, yeah. yeah. We'll watch you on Amazon, man, but I don't know that I really want to wear a Seekers t-shirt around. I do have a free copy of the movie. Do you that really? Cool. Yeah, he gave out a free copy of the movie to every single person who was there. Like DVD? Blu-ray? Yeah, like DVD I had. Oh, not Blu-ray. It's not Blu-ray. It's He's not like, I can't, Blu-ray. Hold I, on, hold. I can't do Blu-ray. <laughs> it's not like a DVD only. Uh, I wanted to mention, because we kind of talked about video games last week, Super Mario Odyssey, it's a good all right, now, because that was weirdly our bad movie of the week topic last week. All right, I, so who's ready for Fault in Your Stars? I am. Let's move on to the Fault in Your Stars. This is, of course, the segment where we go on the internet. We find a good review for a bad movie or a bad review for a good movie. We throw it out there. We take out all the spoilery bits and things that would give it away as to what the movie is. And then we have the other two try and guess what the movie is. This week, David has it. David, what you got for us? <clears throat> this movie is four stars. Mm-hmm. All right. A nostalgic film from my childhood that actually holds up pretty damn well. Color, dot, 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 color me shocked. Okay. This was actually this actor's first time in a film, but you want to be able to tell. He sells the hell out of his role and is actually a pretty great kid act for a kid actor. Yes, he's kind of a dick for a good deal of the film, but it's understandable why he's acting like this. The film also has some great supporting performances from the rest of the cast. Blah, blah, blah. He puts on a more quiet, nuanced, but real believable performance. This other actor, blah, blah, blah. Around half the shots are done with an animatronic machine. I figure as much, but it was hard to tell when that was used except for a few shots in parentheses the big iconic climax shot is also done with very obvious cgi the movie treats this like an animal and treats him with a good amount of respect oh i'm sorry i got i'm trying to like (laughs) plot out yeah i got you uh aaron do you even have any uh guesses yet no neither do i um the um this the animal is very well trained and definitely impresses parentheses his cries are haunting as well close parentheses the only thing that kind of bothered me is all the shots of the kid jumping into the tank i'm pretty sure he'd be food after the first time Movie can definitely be a little silly, but it works surprisingly well for the most part. I have no problems with classifying this as one of I know it a is. bona fide classic for kids and families. I know what it is. I think I, I feel like I'm gonna be du- I'm gonna feel dumb if I say what it is and it's wrong at this point. But Aaron, do you want to discuss a little bit? What do you think it is? I think it's free will. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> It is for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, the last review, four and a half stars. This movie has a decent plot, but what makes the movie so enjoyable is, is for me is the message the movie has. Keep animals free. Nine out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an interesting way to write that review. All right. 
Um, <laughs> that's such a deep Keep thought. Keep free, I man. haven't thought of Keep Free Willy free. in, like, several years. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that has been episode 77 of Reboot Already Underway. If you want to find us around the internet, you can find David at dbex15 on Twitter. You can find uh, Aaron at Little Flame Dude on the Twitter. Also, this clever blog name is already taken at Tumblr.com. What you got on there, Aaron? Uh, as mentioned earlier, have Thor Ragnarok review up. And The Night X Came Home Volume 2 is in its entirety all on there. It's complete. So you can, if you hadn't been keeping up with that. You can also buy the VHS copy of The Night X Came Home Volume 2. Um, uh, maybe one day. Aaron I'll does... Just, uh, <laughs> film film video versions of them all. Yeah. Sticking out of VHS, yeah. Yeah. Boy, oh boy. Uh, if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr. Um, one more. Oh. Um, might try Twitch. <laughs> I, yeah. I, <clears throat> David and I might start trying to do Twitch. So I guess I should might I should mention that. Uh, that probably won't last long for me, but I'm, I'm just giving it a try for now. Uh, played a little bit of ukulele for everyone. The, the game, not the, <laughs> not the, not the instrument. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just messing around with it. So you don't, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're like, now he wants me to watch his Twitch. I'm like, no, you don't have to do that. <laughs> it's just, if you want to find it though, it's Jake underscore lace, um, <clears throat> there. So. Mine is X T A X Snipes. Snipes yeah. spelled with a Y. We're gonna be we're gonna try Battlefront. I think that's the one we're gonna try. And if I'm not a fan of doing it, I'm probably just gonna be like, I'm out. I'm out with Twitch. Oh, we're gonna get those streams though, bro. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, if you want to find the podcast, you can find us at Reboot Already Underway on uh, Facebook. Reboot Already On on Twitter. We just have too long of a name. It doesn't fit all on Twitter, unfortunately. You can also find us at uh, SoundCloud and uh, iTunes. You can leave us a review or a like or uh, anything, really. David's playing with a fidget spinner. Leave David your dankest fidget spinner memes on his and get And get thankful. And get thankful. You know, think of... this This is our review prompt this week. If you ever write a review for us this week, write it about... Who you're thankful for in your life. Don't even mention the podcast in it. Unless you're thankful for the podcast, then of course you can mention us. But What if we're the only things in their life? I th- Sad. <laughs> I think we should all go around right now and list uh, one thing we're thankful for. Uh, Lacey, go. Uh, wait a second. You put me on the spot. Uh, David, go. <laughs> mashed potatoes. Okay, dude, and I'm thankful some, for the bye-bye, man. Dude, I am so, so. I had some dope mashed potatoes today. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Um... Now, I'm thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for this podcast. And I'm thankful for wow. Prozac. So original. I'll give you Prozac. <laughs> Thanks. Guys, uh, join us next week when we talk about something Aaron's thankful for. Bye bye, man. As I was said. Yeah. We, we, we kind of went to it. was supposed to it be the end. It was a yeah. nice. We wrapped it up. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.